working this week? Because they tell them they're going to be in Vegas for three days. Yeah, man. I mean, we went to Vegas. Uh, you know why I went, though? I went because the last time I took time off from work, because, like, we've been working from home, like, I'm looking at my desk like, yeah, I could still be at work right now, even though I'm, like, taking a vacation, like, from work. The first three days, I, I did work. So, I was like, yo, I got this opportunity to go to Vegas. I'm going. Like, there's no way. Why'd you call it opportunity? Because of work. The way my schedule is, I got to, like, get completed on my own. And so, like, when that opportunity opened up, like, I got a whole month of, like, not doing the main stuff that we got to do for my job. And I was like, oh, this is great. So, I'm going to go right now, play golf. I played golf two days in a row. I hit the strip one time. And I was like, yeah. I don't How's know. it looking? Like, it's not a pandemic. Just people with masks on, hanging out, you know. Nevada, real Nevada-like. Yeah. that's. Pretty, I mean, there's nothing else. Have you been to the outskirts of Vegas before? Like, outside of the strip? Yes. So you know, <laughs> I, I know how they get down. It's a different lifestyle. Over oh here. yeah, I've been all throughout Vegas. The like, tale like, of two cities. Totally different. Matter of fact, everybody that lives on the outside works on the inside. You just didn't know that. You know what I mean? No, I do, I do know that. Yeah, you knew. I I'm, I'm talking you, meaning the listener, listening right now. What you been up to, man? Oh, you want to wait? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? No, is no, it, no, no. I'm just you know. Is it deeper than rap? No, I'm just continuing on with a. You know, I feel like once once the house is is done done, maybe we can get into a deep dive on on the, the difference process. between buying and selling. So I'll just give a little tidbit for now. But yeah, just uh, you know, have you sold before? Nah. Oh, so this so is this a totally different type of stress. Yeah. Yeah, and so we can deep dive on that later when it's complete because I don't want to put no no juju in the universe to where they back out because we got the appraisal coming up on drop day and the last mm. thing i need is to start this whole thing over ah, i got you i got you okay well i know you probably got a bone to pick with me later on so i'll go ahead yeah and, but uh, we uh okay are you trying to put me in good mood because i do got a couple <laughs> things i gotta say <laughs> yeah. i do got a couple things i want to talk about actually Two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust. You wanna play this when it's over, Cass? It's the best time to do it. It might be sunny today, they hear it. Thank baby. Two, set the vibe. You knew I was gonna press it. So please don't try to fake this But uh, back to the lecture at hand hey. Perfection is perfected So I'ma let them understand From a young I wanna welcome y'all to the U.S. and outside podcast I'm one of your hosts I ain't gonna jump it too early I ain't gonna jump it too early You don't even have a seltzer on you Nah, I'm not drinking that Been drinking alcohol all weekend I'm not doing that Rest in peace, Ms. Rhonda I want to thank everybody. As I always say, no matter where you are, at the house, at the gym, your makeshift gym, in the car, traveling for work, at home for work, whatever you're doing, I appreciate you for taking the time out and listening to us now. You really think I'm mad at you? Why are you doing this? I don't think so. Okay. I'm just being fair. I thought you were trying to put me in a real good mood. This is a relationship. Yeah, it was got to do with my wife. Like. It was a nasty transition, but I, but it's fine. I did it like literally 30 minutes ago. I didn't feel like dealing with it. Like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. The next one's gonna be nasty too. The beats per minute on these don't add up. We're supposed to talk about that story. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got time today. Yeah, we do. No, Jeff. Jeff decided to celebrate his birthday and said the hell with our podcast. Just joking. Much love to Jeff. I'm not joking. He's really not showing up. But. <laughs> To make you levitate I'm only 19 But my mind is older When the things get for real My warm heart turns cold Enough it gets Taking us back to the 90s Real quick Riding around in the back Of the pool Speed is how people Make a little gig Told you it was gonna Look nasty Riding around in the back Of the pool Still you on the ball And strong with Speed the type of people Made a club gig Cause I ain't gonna buy But 
Till I find a time to put that bomb off in your eyes Let's That's okay, yeah. but these playoffs are we with amps And we taking another route to represent the Dungeon family like Ray Day Me and my nigga decide to take the back way We stabbing every city, then we hit The way we listening to music, it looked like You would think like we were fully dressed We're wearing sweats and sandals This <laughs> <laughs> the first time I wore anything but shorts in like six months Damn, we the committee, gon' burn it down But us gon' bust you in the mouth with the chorus now Say, Outcasts can always say some real, real shit and make you like bounce to it, like you dancing. They make you dance to some real shit. Yeah. yeah. Bombs over Baghdad. Yes, 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 yes. I want to welcome y'all to the You Wasn't Outside podcast. I'm one of your hosts not doing the most. My name is Normal Ass Carl. To my right, I have only but two names for this gentleman. He goes by the name yeah, of Just weekend. Lex. <laughs> Yeah, and I wrote these on the plane, too. He goes by the name of Just Lex well, on Instagram, a.k.a. Tanning Tatum. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been trying to get a little little ripped. A.k.a. Bronze Lesnar. Mm, okay. Hey, that guy, speaking of wrestling and all that other stuff, uh, St. Pierre, he he retired? GSP, the UFC he's been fighter. retired. Did he? I've been out the oh, UFC think, game I, for bad. a minute, but he been, you Khabib, talking about Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, 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 he retired... He, uh, I was informed because I've been at the UFC game, but apparently he lost his father, so he said he wouldn't be doing this no uh, no longer without him. Mm. So this was his last. Uh, Some of y'all need to love your your parents like that, <laughs> like like have some real like they just come from like that old school background of honoring they they folks and stuff like that. If some of y'all, if y'all mind, didn't give you forty bucks or whatever to pay your light bill or whatever, you want to get all you want to get all mad at them for something. You gotta love your folks like that, though. Uh, rest in peace, man. Definitely to his father, man. I, I, I can, I can't imagine, you know, what that even feels like. You still going to ride your bike? Who me? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Never mind. I, I, am I gonna ride? <laughs> I'm not gonna ride my bike today. The, the no, 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 no. No, it's Keep something going. different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> your bone to pick with me would be, I didn't help you move this weekend. Uh, I mean, the way you, you look, that, that, you gonna get in trouble for this? No, no, <laughs> no, no right, you can say that. I had, I had enough help. I mean, it did. You know, it was a long day, but uh, <laughs> you was in Vegas. It's not like you was at home and had, came up with a different excuse. Yeah, by that time, like I was like, I gotta, I'll help you another day. <laughs> I know we, you gotta we, move stuff. We you gotta, gotta move, move stuff. it again. Yeah, you gotta, we move, do stuff gotta again. move it again. So, so it's like, uh, yeah, there's opportunity for all redemption for a, not just you, many different parties. There's there's there's, there's different people. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. even still, it was Jeff's birthday and everything. I imagine he was somebody that was on there that could have helped you out too. You know, on the long list of people. Yeah, I tried to get done early, see if I could pop up at his little picnic or whatever that he had, but uh, yeah, that that didn't happen because you always uh. You know, you always think you have less things than you do it's when it comes to moving. And I was like, yo, why is it taking so long? Why do we have... I got the... Hey, you ever drove a U-Haul? Yeah. Like the big, big joint? Yeah. And the gas is ridiculous. It I drove is. from no, no, but, to the El Cajon. So, it was so on like three quarters. So I've, I've, uh, I've driven several in my lifetime. Okay. And this one... I've never felt so close to death in my life. Why is that? This shit was about to fall apart. <laughs> I, I picked it up. I was on the freeway, and this—it's the one with the separate cab in the back. You're talking about that—that that U-Haul. You I'm real. talking about the big joint, the biggest one you can get with the cab in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this shit was jumping like the we—the door was about to fall off. I couldn't roll the window down. They had the pandemic special. They didn't have nah, hell no, nah, man. <laughs> whatever, whatever price they say is on the side of the the truck. Only blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, that was because that <laughs> shit was at least twice. <laughs> that was the only time uh, when I when I rented the vehicle that I was like, yeah, let me get the insurance. Why not get a like somebody that you know that has a truck or something? I did have somebody that has a truck, but I also have a lot of shit, and it just wasn't gonna happen. Mm, so you guys just bring a lot of stuff in. The, the the people who did show up, shout out to them. They were so tired by the end of it, they didn't they didn't even let me feed them. It was like, now nah, I'm just gonna go home. Mm. They took the rain check on the food. How, and how far? So you got the whole house completely like not the whole out. house. So so we we slumming it right now. We we sleeping on the floor with mattresses. Mm. We got a couple. We got some essentials. You're but, an IG model. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. We got the mirror leaning up against the wall. Oh my! You know how God. they do. Yeah. We got some. We got a couple uh, utensils. We just we got the bare essentials that we use on the daily. But anything we don't use on the daily got put into storage. 
And yeah, we so we just gonna slum it for a while. We just you know they think it's slumber parties because we're all on, we put all the mattresses in the. Oh yeah, room. as a kid, you always think it's cool like just to have something different. Yeah, you but, remember when you used to like rearrange your room and it felt like a brand new room? I never did that. What? So your room looks exactly the I same. Felt, I felt the way it was put together the first time is is how it should have been. Oh my god, that's crazy! How big is your bed? Queen. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. Because I know and, what type of room you have. There's not that many. I'm walls. six two. The the wife is is five ten ish. Damn. We should be on a Cali King, especially when you know. I mean, you know, uh, my youngest. He's about seven foot three, about three eighty. And, he's and he two. and he likes to sleep horizontal, so I don't know how we getting it done. You guys form an H in bed. That's yep, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what that feeling is, man. When you rearrange your room, man. As a kid, at least you probably done it as an adult. Rearrange your room, but it feel like a whole new room. You know, you want to invite people over, all kind of stuff. All right, man. Let's get to this read them and weep. And to be real, Bruh. I didn't come up with another uh, freestyle. <laughs> come up with, no, I do have one. Oh, no, I'm saying for me, because I have no idea what you're about to say. Oh, yeah, everything's all the time. It's, I feel like it's better that way. Natural reaction. We'll go wherever it flows. All right. So this is titled The Bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it takes me to find these? It's ridiculous. You think there was, like, way funny, way more funny stories on the internet? No, I know, because when you made me find the one last week, I felt the pressure. Yeah, it was it was, it was a lot. Even though we, but I, the pressure probably was because we were like 30 minutes before kickoff. And yeah, but even still, you waste your time no matter. Yeah, anyway. According to a radio report, a middle school in Oregon was faced with a unique problem. <laughs> a number of girls were beginning to use lipstick and would put it on in the bathroom. That was fine, but after they put on their lipstick, they would press their lips to the mirror, leaving dozens of lip uh, little lip prints. Finally, the principal decided that something had to be done. She called all the girls in the bathroom and they met and met there with the custodian. She explained that all these lip prints were causing a major problem for the custodian who had to clean the mirrors every day. It's getting interesting. Custodian probably sitting there pissed off. To demonstrate how difficult it was to clean the mirrors, she asked the custodian to clean one of the mirrors. He took out a long-handled squeegee, dipped it in the toilet, and then cleaned the mirror. Since then, there have been no lip prints on the mirror. <laughs> okay. Do you, you're not catching what the drift is, huh? You missed that. Uh, did I? Yes, I think you did. Let me read it one okay, more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To demonstrate. Yeah, he dipped it in the toilet. He dipped it in the toilet. Yeah. And as you see that, it's like, fam, we've been putting our lips on there, but we've been pissing okay, the shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I get it now. <laughs> still, still. Oh, man. You fit all Surprise, the... You said you called all the girls in the bathroom. She called. They called all the girls. You that, fit them all in the bathroom at the same time. You don't know. Oregon probably got big big facilities. Okay. We have, we have no idea. You said middle school, so these is like 7th grade. Like 13-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The it's worst. Tough, it's a tough the time. The worst. Middle school is bad for anybody. Hey, I mean, I shit. Hey, what? Uh, we got about a decade to go, but I'm gonna feel for you. It's gonna be bad for you too. For me, yeah, it's bad no matter what. All I gotta worry about is uh, teenage fathers. You gotta worry about the whole other side of the gambit. No, that's true. You gotta worry about her putting her face on uh toilet water mirrors. I feel like like your wife would feel indifferent, like will like feel completely different though about it than you would. No, she wanted boys because she knows what it is. No, but still, like she would feel some type of way about some little fast tail girl. Oh, of course, because she wants to be the only woman in their life. Mm. And I said, nah, they about to get. And all were y'all the moving too? Like light yeah. skin dudes are a treat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're a hot commodity right there, man. Yep. I'm gonna send my kids somewhere where you know they can just be like, look. You just like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to treat you any different, man. Y'all just like us. Oh, man. So, random stuff to throw out the wall. You got anything? Oh, here we go. Today in hip-hop segment. Been getting at your life a little bit about your your, your hip-hop segment choices. <laughs> you feel like it's forced, like I have to do it. But, no, nah, I, I appreciate it. So, this week in hip-hop, it was an anniversary for Good Kid, Mad City. Alex, tell us a little bit about the album, Where You Were in Your Life. When it came out, and how'd you felt about Kendrick? Where I was in my life. Okay, so 2012. I mean, this is rough times. <laughs> <laughs> me and me and the wife, we was we was still together. We was a uh, we was broke. We was at a a bot. We was you know we was building, but like building from the ground up. Um, let me see. Back then. What happens with me when it comes to hip hop with a lot of these artists before they really blow up, 
like I try to push them if I really mess with them. You know what so I mean? So you were a Section Eighty fan? Yeah, definitely. Even before that, mm. the first time I heard Kendrick was two thousand six. Mm, he was in high school or something like that. Right? He's our, he's my age. Yeah. So he was on a, a mixtape from uh, Black Wall Street Volume One from the game, and that's the first time I heard him in all the TDE. Or I least. never heard that song. What was the name of the right. song? It was just a cipher. Hit me with the right. <laughs> so I mean, like, so seeing that and seeing this album come out, I was like, all right, cool. So now he's there, and now it's like, oh, I don't need to push him no more. So it's like. You know, it's kind of like oh, when when an artist is your little your little secret, and then they become everybody's favorite. It's kind of like oh, I don't care no more. Yeah. So now it's like okay, yeah, I still root for him, but at that time it was like it was nice to see. Um, as far as being from the West, obviously it was it was nice to have that type of album come out as a Dr. Dre stand as I am, him being you know however involved he was, it was nice to have you know partial credit on that. Huh. Um, and the album still goes to this day. Um, so that's always appreciated. I was working at a Seven Eleven at the time. Mm, from the ground up. <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> um, we was doing some things. And uh, did I answer the question? Or you want yeah, more? <laughs> I mean, that was pretty solid. I was just trying to see where you was at in your life and how the album affected you. For me, what I appreciated was that, like, he told a story at a time he where hip hop was getting ready to change. Especially when it comes to West Coast stories, he told a story from another side. So we we're used to hearing the gang banging and the the first person shooter view of I was doing this, I was doing that. He told the story was of the affiliate. I was around the person who was doing the killing, who was doing the stealing, who was doing the drug dealing, all that other stuff. I really wasn't on it, and but... all the and all the repercussions from it. Right. So so that was a nice. Nice thing to hear because I think especially people our age can can identify with that if you come from certain areas where it's like I didn't do it all but I know the story because I was there the whole time right and that speaks volumes especially like in a in a area where he's from I don't know if anyone's ever been pressed before but you could be somebody that yeah. looked like you from somewhere all the time and just deal with that you don't have to be affiliated in the I, game to experience not games. even just where he's from uh, where we're from I mean have. Have you gone your whole life and not asked where you from? No, no, I've been asked that. Exactly. Please. So I mean, like it, it's going to happen. Like where and he lives at is no, like way no, ten it, times way right. Worse. But I'm just saying, like, and there's many different capacities to it, different levels to it. So you can re- even if even at the smallest level, I can relate. You can relate to what yeah, he's talking about. Definitely. So yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Good Kid, Mad City. That was a great album. Still play. Yeah, it still goes to this day. I actually. Without even thinking about it, I played it like four or five weeks ago. It was just like, let me get back on this old Kendrick real quick. All right, some random stuff to throw against the wall. Uh, ordering from Starbucks. Do you say the correct? Do you go to Starbucks? I've never drank coffee in my life. What? Yes. Yeah, Let's not, have a conversation about that, that too. That's not my vice. But your wife does. She does. Have you ordered something from Starbucks for your wife before? I'm sure I have. Okay. Or my mom. Do you know the sizes? Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay, so that's they I, they they get all Spanish on you. Yeah, they get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the what the venti is like a large. I don't know what. No, I, grande yeah. means large. Venti is like yeah. This is exactly why we talking about exactly because I had no idea. So I went on my way to Barso. Um, mm. It was my turn. It's already a nasty statement. Yeah, well, I was on my way to Barso, like, cause you gotta go through Barso. No, you was on your way to Vegas. I was on my way to because on your way to Barso sounds like that's the destination. That's the destination <laughs> I was going to. Oh, that's that. <laughs> only pe- only thing I've ever heard of. Well, I met a guy from Barso, black dude. He was cool. He's cool. Was it him. Tyrese and uh? And that was my other piece. No, not him. No, nah. It's, this dude's name. Uh, I didn't even say his name on mic. Almost slipped up. Mm. See, he almost had that. But yeah, he lives out here now. Real cool dude, man. Wouldn't even think he was from Barstow. Like you were maybe Pomona. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sitting here and I and she I I got the um they got this like strong double shot or whatever it is like this souped up coffee nitro. That's what it is. Sound and, crazy. Yeah, sound. But got me to what I needed to be because yeah we split the time. We ended up driving six hours. Whatever. Um. So she's like, well, what size do you want? I said I looked at the thing. <laughs> I said, I'm not regular. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to even begin. I said, whatever your small cup is, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to deal with trying to get the names right. So I started thinking, I was like, how many people actually know the actual sizes of them? I feel like most people do just because Starbucks is such a established establishment that like 
people go there so often that it's just of course they know their their uh, order i'm not gonna help myself for your black community references about me do you know where the original starbucks uh um seattle okay i learned that from uh austin powers (laughs) 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 that's funny but that's that's definitely true oh my god but yeah man so have you been to seattle no okay you're not missing anything but rain and you know. Ferris that's why I wanted to go because that's that's my steez. Like like the rain, like so overcast is your thing. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah, you should go then. It's a long ass flight. As much as we think like Washington is like really close, it's not. You got to get through Oregon and everything else. Geography is yeah. my worst subject. Damn, and it's a six number... hour flight no matter what. Though. Right. That's, that's I, I don't go nowhere. So well, you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another thing that I encountered on my trip that I thought about, and then I, you know, instantly thought about you giving your story two weeks ago. Mm. Were you at all worried about the coronavirus after you punched that homeless man? <laughs> Actually, no, nah, I wasn't. That you didn't think about that at all. I'm pretty confident that he didn't have it, or you are you confident in your hands? I was pretty confident that I didn't have it. Okay. Is that I'm s- always confident in my hands when they're inebriated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My man. So the reason why I thought about that was is because I don't know if I ever told this story on air, but three months ago, me and my boy, we laugh about it now. We get into this like fight on the golf course, right? Not like an actual fist fight or whatever. Right. But we get to those words. I'm like, yo, I'll whip your ass. You keep talking to me crazy. He's like, man, what then? You know, I'll drive home now. That's what he mm. said. And then we got face to face. And there was a moment where we had to decide, like, yo, we're going to put hands on each other. And he looked at me and he was like, hey, man, back up six feet. <laughs> right. Social distance. Bruh. And so that had me thinking, like, when I was out here, because, like, yo, like, like there's so many people out here. And, like, it felt like. Let's be real. It's been eight months since I've done anything like this. So it's been a long time since I've had a, a dude moment. I ain't going to say the N-word on here, but a dude moment. So you looking at, you know, that moment where a dude looks at you like, oh, what is he looking at? You know what I mean? Or like, hey, man, what's, what's up? And then I had to think to myself, like, if something were to really get froggy right now, I don't know where he's been. Right. Yeah, that it's a different level of stress. Yeah, <laughs> man. I was like, yo, because like I could win the fight, but lose the war. You know what I mean? And, and end up sick or whatever. So, I'll, yeah, you're not thinking about, you haven't thought about that at all. Like, if I got in the tussle or something at all. Not at all. Damn. Because, one, I, I'm not, you know, always looking to leap. So, I'm not one that gets into a lot of conflict anyway. You got some smoke coming, though, because before I dropped you off, old boy didn't even <laughs> want to wave at me, man. Man. He didn't even want to wave at Speaking me. Speaking of that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So this was Lex's neighbor that we were talking about uh, uh, two a week weeks or two ago. ago. Yeah. So, so his dad or his stepdad or whoever it is came out the house with a long tip black and mild. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you can see Lex. He's, you know, pasty white from a mile away. He was am like, I pasty white or am I tan pico? You got to pick one. You paste. It's, it's overcast today. You pasty white. <laughs> I am worried about that. <laughs> As the weather changes, I might lose my color. You might, yeah. It's, it's starting right now. Here we go. Fall is in effect. <laughs> but uh, so. My mom hit me yesterday, and she said, you've been named in a cease and desist letter. Mm. An official, like, from a lawyer. Run, bitch! I was like, Run! yo, she spent, you know, I don't know anybody who's had uh, legal experience before or who has their own lawyer on retainer, mm-hmm. but they're not cheap. No. They charge you for every email, every call, blah, blah, blah. So this letter might have cost two, $300 for a letter that, that is not going to leave at the door. Not not that, but what I'm saying is it's saying it was saying that I, I was parking in in on their property. Everything that they were talking about was common area. So this is more of an HOA issue, even though it has nothing to do with we didn't do anything wrong. This is where black folks gotta do better. <laughs> and so my mom has a, a lawyer's gonna wait, hold up, because a lawyer's just gonna take your money. You know what I mean? They're not gonna tell you, Oh, go to a HOA or whatever. No, they, no, no, no. Well well so the lawyer Oh yeah, you're saying because they're black. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, this is an opportunity yeah, for me I'll to take just take money and write a, yeah, yeah, I'll get it no matter. Yeah, because but I'm saying black people, got, but black but, people but say seeing, like oh, I'm gonna get a lawyer on this. Like you gotta know what that means. Seeing my government name in this letter when it says cease and desist, I was like oh shit. Now that I'm about to be living here for a few months, at first I didn't I didn't want to you know I was like my kids gotta be here. Right, let me just try to. We don't need no extra conflict for no dumb shit. Now I'm be now I'm thinking about being real petty. And the wife, she's all in. 
my wife saw the letter and she's like, oh, I cannot wait for him to greet me in any or any, any or oh, So that's why always. he looked at me like that because he was waiting for me to park in front of his house maybe. No, well, well, based on, well, so when you dropped me off, I grabbed my car and whipped around and he was uh, a quarter into his blunt. So it wasn't, it wasn't a black mile, it was a full on blunt. Oh, okay. And he had a Miller genuine draft. In his hand. So he was, you know. In the public street. He don't care. I don't know what the Ravens did today because based on how the, he might be in a bad mood if they lost. I don't mm. know if they played yet. But, uh, nah, he was, I walked right past him to get to my car and there was no words. But uh, I just felt some type, because I was like, your money didn't pay for this cause, because you don't have no money coming in. You don't have a job. Mm. You don't do any chores. You got shit to do. And, you know, I mean, I just, it's so weird because, like, he was at my wedding. His lady, who is someone I considered like an auntie who I've known my whole life, mm-hmm. who has just completely switched up. The fact that, like, because he don't know my government name like that. So she had to have put it. And the fact that their son, who I considered like family to me, who hasn't spoken to me for just about the same amount of time for different reasons, it's just kind of weird. So it's kind of like, as time passes, I'm giving less and less of a fuck. Mm. And so it, it gets dangerous. If me and my wife are on the you same page, these hands. if we're on the same page when it comes to conflict, it gets dangerous for the other side. Because normally one of us is like, chill out. Let's do this. Let's you do might that. get these hands from both of us. But if we're both on some hoorah shit, then it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Cause she's the type to try to provoke it. Me, I'm just gonna My like mom if it happens. An automatic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was that your mom down the street too, hanging out with the black folks? Yeah. Yeah, hey, man, your mom is for the people. I'm trying to tell you right now, man. Well, all right, that's a different. I meant, to, I meant to ask you that, but she was down there. All she needed was a Miller Genuine draft in her hand, and she, she was snow, out there because she saw segment. them. You know, they got the low riders that with the hydraulics. She saw her grandson bouncing in them, having a good time. <laughs> so she's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm with them." Also, today was her first day over there i don't know i don't know about that when's the last time you seen her on that side of the street no no yeah. because the person who they're renting from she was good you know he i've known him my whole life so mm. but those are the only people i see outside on a consistent basis got it so of course she knows like she sees them all the time yeah but yeah yeah i you know okay. i'm with it another thing that i ran into that we could throw on the wall is that people really ain't really uh wearing masks out here man even on the airplane mm. And you even know, on it, so the airplane don't require it. They do. They just didn't enforce <laughs> it, you know. And there was a girl in front of me, you know, just took hers off, and I was like, "Yo!" But not even just that. I was just thinking, like, maybe other areas because I no- I noticed it here, but maybe other areas is better. But especially, so I mean, with this second wave coming, I know a lot of y'all are like, "Well, Carl, why would you go?" And I'm like, "Look, spending nine months in the house." I justify it by, like, right when we got to the hotel, I had my own Lysol that I brought with me. You was on the strip? No, I stayed off the strip for that reason. I didn't want to be in highly populated areas. Like, I felt like I stayed there. So, like, when I got in there, I just sprayed every light fixture, the air, you know, the countertops, the door handles, everything. Took me an hour to do all of it. Sprayed the bed, everything, pillowcases, let the air out. And, you know, like, I'm trying to be as safe as possible. You know what I mean? Wear a mask, not touch doorknobs and stuff like that, not be in enclosed buildings. So I feel like if I, and I play golf most of the time, you know what I mean? So I'll spend 10 hours outdoors versus just being in. I played, you know, the, the slots and stuff like that a few times. And and, and the rules that they have at the casinos is kind of crazy. It's like, oh, only four people can play at a time. You can't just watch or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool and all. But y'all not out here wiping all these chips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all not wiping down. There's no way no. you can cover every machine in Vegas. I don't even down. know how they clean casinos. Like, in Vegas, before all of this happened, I'm like, yo, because they don't have no clothes, period. Yeah. So I'm like, when do they get to hit the vacuum on the floors? And, no. And know, do they don't ever get a chance to do none of that. Unless, like, no some shit's broken and they're just, like, redoing it. But, yeah, especially in these times, like, all they're really going to do is say, oh, Limit the amount of people at the table. Yeah. And that, and that I mean, we went to one spot to go eat at. It was outside, too, because right when I seen it, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I'd rather do this than be indoors. Um, and the girl was like, I said, hey, uh, y'all got any napkins? Because I keep my own hand sanitizer. You see me. I squirt the table myself, wipe it down. She's like, oh, we already cleaned it. I said, yeah, that's cool. But uh, <laughs> can you just, like, bring me a napkin? Because I'll, I'll, I'll wipe it down myself. 
brings the napkin or whatever and the bottle, whatever concoction she had in that bottle and sprayed it in front of us. Smell clean. So I was like, that's cool. You know, <laughs> so I'm not out here like just living crazy. Like I'm, I'm really self-conscious and damn near a germaphobe. Like I don't touch any escalator rails like going down. And just people just rub it, rub their face on. I don't remember the last stuff. time I was on an escalator. That, that's what I'm saying. Life is so <laughs> shut down here. You wouldn't even think it's a pandemic. Like when you went outside that way, I don't shake nobody's hand, elbow taps, all kind of stuff. But yeah, man. All right, man. Let's get into some substance. Oh, should we take a pee break first? Do you have to pee? Yeah. Okay. Man. I was waiting for the topic to then switch. Then we'll, we'll, we won't hit some substance yet then. We'll give you a pee break in five minutes. In, okay, yeah. Five all right. Minutes. Shit you wasn't outside for. Getting your shells taped over on a VHS tape. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I didn't have to really deal with that as much because the only one who knew how to do that type of thing was me. Bruh. My mom was about to tape. But you over know my about shows. VHSs, yes, <laughs> and taping over people's stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. So my dad had a. I, I want to say I'll ask him later on. He had a he had a Tyson fight. My dad used to tape all the Tyson fights. Sound like an ass whooping coming in the the early nineties. I wasn't me at that time. I was like three or four, so I didn't have that skill of reading and knowing what button I was pressing. But my mom, I believe, she recorded over one of my dad's Tyson (laughs) fights. You know, with some like kid shows on like on the on the TV, and so that had me thinking like, yo, when you young, you know, I mean, when we were young, man, there was. There was like points of no return. You tape over a, vid- a videotape yeah, or even over a um, a recording tape, a cassette tape. That's a wrap. You know what I mean? You lose a file. Mem- like now, Microsoft Word will re-get your file for you if your computer shut down. Back then, you couldn't have to even worry about that. Now, we not the typewriter error, but if you made an error on there, then you had to get a whole new sheet. Stressful. Yeah, different times, man. I'm not from the era, but I've done it. Personally, I've done it enough to where I'm like, damn, like, there's no autocorrect. Like, you no. just <laughs> wide out. Sing, all that. <laughs> the whole time. All right, some other stuff you wasn't outside for. Watching TRL after school. Yo, you seen Carson Daly in 2020? No. <laughs> he looks crazy. He put a few LBs on. Let me see. What he been, he, he been, eat, he been eating good. No way. How <laughs> old is Carson Daly right I now? I don't know about that, but, you know, back in then, see, TRL for me was probably 97 to 02 maybe he's 47 that's about right that's pretty young i feel like trl maybe maybe 0102 that's when i stopped uh, there. he looks like a terrible news anchor host or a game show guy that picture he looks skinnier in that picture right there than i'm remembering i know he put on a few lbs he looks like he i mean looks- of course you would if you're 27 and all of a sudden you're 40 47 of course you would but yeah, he was looking pretty bad. Like I wonder, he's got like a wife and kids now. I, I mean, I don't know his personal situation. I just know him from pictures. Yeah. Well, looking at him, right they did. Now. They did try to bring TRL back for the new generation with uh, DC Young Fly. How many songs were you able to get with TRL? Was it? Was it? So, so I wasn't big on that type of thing, but I did make sure the because they did. Um, after so many days, your video had to be retired. Yeah. And so on the last day it was eligible, even though I don't think it's real as I got older, I did call in and I made, I was in sixth grade. So in 2000 and I called all my friends and said, call in and vote for this video. And it was, uh, forgot about Dre mm. to make sure it retired on top. So they played it. Did they play it? But did they play you on like or oh, they- my name or my voice never got on, but I was, as far as when it came to the voting, I wanted it to retire at number My man. You know what else, though? Now that I think about it, TRL is a safe bet, but my shit was like Rap City, The Basement. You know, Big Tigger. Cedar's World. What would you say was the best freestyle on on, on, Cameron? You think so? (laughs) Yes. I like, I like. Maybe not lyric wise, but just moment wise. I'm going to jump off. I'm going to jump off the ledge. Bruh. Here we go. Cassidy. Okay. That during Rap City the Basement, that's when I actually enjoyed his, Cassidy. Yeah, that was uh, some of his best work back then. Okay. Yeah. And then I would say second to that, I like some of the G unit ones that they were they were pretty nice. Now in terms of like lyrical breakdown, you're not gonna get, you know, that speaking of which, did you see Young Bug got arrested? I did. You know he's fully bald now. He didn't look fully bald from the picture, but there's so many different Young Buck news. And I swore I'd never speak down on him because he stabbed somebody for Dr. Dre back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I feel like the last uh, newsworthy statement from him was he was messing with some transgender and 
he was trying to pass off as like, yo, I'm not gay and that whole type of thing. And it's, I mean, between the tape, you did you ever hear his tape conversations with 50 when he put those out about his taxes where, nah. he, where he was crying? Nah. All right. Oh, I did hear him crying, but I didn't yeah, know what it was yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Last one. <laughs> Shouting run for his run. Mm. Now where this came from was This is before Frank Ocean. This is <laughs> But 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 after Forrest Gump. Well, there's a lot of time between after Forrest Gump and before Frank Ocean. There a very when did Forrest Gump even come? Ninety four. Oh yeah. Top a, five Dead It was or at Alive this moment movie. that he knew. There's a lot of time. He fucked up. So I was at the golf course playing. Um this lady was saying that um uh, a younger girl that she knew that was having a baby was naming her son Forrest. Mm. They were white. <laughs> I, I, you didn't have to tell me that. Bruh. And so I said, oh, okay. Well, I was like, damn, how is he going to deal with the whole run for his run? And she was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Now, this lady was like 60 something, right? And she's like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And I said, wait a minute. I was like, I know you probably, I didn't say this, but I was thinking it. I was like, yo, I know you probably been out the loop for a little bit. But a lot of these kids don't know like that old stuff that we used to watch. Like by that time when that kid's like, 12, 13, they will probably never have seen the movie Forrest Gump. It's a shame. That's 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 what's wild. Forrest Gump should be it should be cross generational. It I'm gonna show my kids. My my kids' favorite movie right now is Hocus Pocus. And that's that, crazy. That and kid, that's my generation. He really do he really does watch it though. I, I was just thinking about that the <laughs> other day. I was like, bro, we were watching and we were watching heavyweights. Like, yo, heavyweights. I was like, what's up with it? And I was locked in too. Looking you were at locked the, in. Bro, that's your fire. Looking at the young me, Keenan Thompson in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then they was in there hiding the stacks of the bed frame and right. whatnot. All right, man, I'm gonna let you take a pee break, bro. Go ahead. Get it. Oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgot he had the pee. Ain't that wild? Never. We back. So we was talking off the mic, and Lex, he, I had this, like, little moment where I was pausing, and I was just, you know, doing some pre-edits already. And I was like, man, let me just go ahead and get this episode, you know, started at least. And so I said, yeah, I was lagging last week. And Lex said somebody hit him up last week. And what they hit you with? It's Tuesday. Ah, that's nasty. What was your response to that? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, it ain't here right now. Like, yo. Right, because I be, you know, I don't necessarily check myself if it dropped yet. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, technical difficulties. But 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 speaking of that, I've been I've been kind of happy with some of the response lately. And what I mean by that is not necessarily whatever whatever the numbers are, but the different types of people that have hit me. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting, you know, I've, I get several different people hitting me all the time. And they're all from such different walks of life, but they all enjoy it. So that made me feel like we doing something right. Yeah, that's what I tell you. And I'm and I'm you know I'm not flexing. I'm just telling you the truth. Like if you got substance, people will listen. Like I'll I'll give somebody sixty percent bullshit and forty percent substance or forty sixty doesn't matter. But as long as you have substance and you got something that people can relate to, and that's why I'd be like, hey, how's your week? Because the stuff you dealing with is like what somebody <laughs> else is dealing with. You fighting the homeless dude is like, yo, like, I was this close one time. Like, like Ben telling us that story about that dude playing with himself out front of his window. He could relate to oh, you yeah, about this, a, this day in Little Italy or whatever. Yeah, it's like, his, uh, whatever wild population. stuff you got, bro, like, it's entertaining to people. Then it's like, all right, we'll flex our mind. You know what else? Speaking of which, we're going to go ahead and jump into Proposition <laughs> Tuesday. I'm just not going to find a button for it. I'm just going to just make up my own energy. But a lot of people love the Proposition Tuesdays. Which is why I hope we don't forget what numbers we talked about. Because we was talking about this off mic. And I was making sure that mm. we wasn't talking about well, these. Well, look, ones. we don't have to be like 100% perfect on it, man. We'll run down it. And, and Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, I uh, know which ones we talked about. I just don't remember which ones you read off when we right, were talking. So, yeah, Jeff decided to take a week off from the people. It's Jeff's birthday. Happy birthday. Nah, typical Jeff. He always giving up on the people early. His birthday was Saturday. <laughs> giving up on the people. <laughs> Jeff's birthday was le- legitimately on Saturday. It though. wasn't. It was yeah. before that. It was what, Friday? He celebrated Saturday. But yeah, that's how that. it works, man. Hey, man, listen. You know, everybody knows Alex is a pessimist. Nah. <laughs> Back we- to Proposition <laughs> 2. This is the last chance we got to inform the people and he want to take a week off. Listen, sometimes you got to take a you know a little break. Donald Trump then took off 100 days to go play golf, man. All right, man. Country well, run itself. 
<laughs> Let's see where we at. Let's, I think, okay, so I feel like we didn't talk about Prop 15. Okay, read it, read it out. Increases funding sources for public schools, community colleges, and local government services by changing tax assessment of commercial and industrial property. So taxes such properties based on current market value instead of purchase price. Mm. And so... As a homeowner, I don't agree with that. Because as a homeowner, you pay X amount of taxes that you're mad about right now. Yeah. So if you got to keep changing that and it keeps going up because your property value keeps going up, you're going to be upset. Yeah. I mean, And it's going to... So let me see the con real quick because... So no, so the con Prop 15 is a 12.5 billion property tax increase that raises our cost of living and makes everything we buy, food, gas, utilities, daycare, healthcare, more expensive. And that's true. Because why it's true. So it so people that buy their house whenever they buy it. Say your parents bought your house back in the day. They bought it based on that purchase price. And usually in California, your property tax is about 1%. Mm-hmm. So at 1%. 1% of what? Of the purchase price. There we go. So at $100,000, that's $1,000 a year broke up in 12 months. So that doesn't seem a lot. But but we know in California, houses are way more than $100,000. About uh, 400000 So you're paying right. about four forty five hundred. So 5, if you're... Ta- so you bought a house at $400,000 with a $4,000 property tax thinking for 30 years, this is going to be my monthly payment. It's probably going to be like that for the rest of your life. You pay property taxes for the But rest what of I'm life. saying is for, for 30 years, I'm paying this much, which includes my property tax. Which is three seventy five so a month added to your bill if you don't Every want to know single the year, because even though your rate is still the same, mm-hmm. if my property tax is going up, because my market value is going up now, my monthly my monthly payment is going up every single year because my house is worth more. Right. And so, even though my mortgage is the same, my property tax is always going up. Oh, that's a fluctuating rate. It says based on market value. But oh, this so is, but this says but this says commercial and industrial. So you won't be affected. This will be affected by people that have more than four units or. Strip mall, commercial type properties, uh, people like that. Yeah, which still increases the value so, of that. So, yes, the, the, the more taxes is nice in the short term for the schools and everything that, that that goes to. But if the property tax is continually going up, then that makes a business not want to set up shop mm. in the strip mall. Not set up shop here because I don't know what my monthly is going to be. Yeah. And if I think it's going to be this for X amount of years and and I'm having a bad month, I'm not going to be able to pay it. So that's less businesses setting up shop, which means less jobs. In the strip mall, though, a lot of those people lease it. I I did a whole little thing on that. They they lease those spots. Right. But they're leasing it. And then their leases will go up, though. But the owners of those have to raise the lease to make sure they they have a cushion for that property tax. Right. Yeah. So at that point, like I, I understand it. Here's a, here's another thing, just to pick y'all brain real quick on this. Fifteen seconds. Uh, my understanding is, and you guys can go fact check this. I always tell you guys, I believe community colleges get funding first, then K through twelve schools, and then state schools after that, in that order. So K through twelve is second. I believe so. And community colleges. That's crazy. Community colleges play pay like like depending on like what your tenure is. They pay better than uh than uh yeah. state universities. I know their books cost more than than it's, state it's schools. OD. And I never went to a community college. So me personally, I'm 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 voting against this. You know what I mean? I, like yeah, it's feel, double it's a double whammy on me no matter what. I it don't, feels like I'm a vote against it. Yeah, cuz I just feel like and and I I will say Southwestern College in San Diego has done a really good job of having a you know, bachelor program for nurses and stuff like that, which I, which I think is dope. But you know how much money they get because you've seen what it looked like lately? Nah. They, From, it, it, have look, you, it looks like a state school. Right, but seeing the transformation in the past decade, it looks they've, great. Been, they've been getting paper. It, it, and it's <laughs> great, you know what I mean? But I want to see these graduation rates you know, skyrocket. Next prop, though. All right, so we're going to go on uh, Prop 18. Okay. Amends California Constitution to permit 17-year-olds to vote in mm. primary and special elections, if, 
if they will turn 18 by the next general election and be otherwise eligible to vote. I think this is fair. I'm going to tell you why I think it's fair because they said in the same year, like, like, can you imagine like if November 3rd is a cutoff and I'm a December kid, right? And my birthday is December 20th that I don't get to vote and make decisions for the next president for the next four years because I missed it by a month. That's my argument. And I feel like that's, that's valid. You know what I mean? Especially like an election as big as this. So I don't have... I don't a, know if that works on the national scale. I don't have time. a strong opinion on this because on one hand, I get it. If you're informed and your vote means something because you you were informed, I get it. But I feel like a lot of 17-year-olds aren't really there yet. Mm. But 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 not to mean like uh, a lot of 18-year-olds aren't there yet either and they're still voting. Yeah, I was about to they say, might vote. So, advocates. so I'm just going to read the con on the paper. <laughs> it's a bullshit con too. I read it. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. Science, that's already funny right there. Science and legal consistency demand a no vote on Proposition 18. Law prohibits younger teens from smoking, drinking, and even even tanning. I'm glad I wasn't tanning back then. (laughs) Even tanning because research shows the logic and reasoning area of their brains is not fully developed. The abilities are vital to responsible voting. And on and I understand that con. But do you really? I do, but at the same time, you can say the same thing about an eighteen year old. That's yeah, all smoke, that's all I'm saying. Is now twenty one. No, I get I, I get Drinking that. Is too. But but I'm saying as far as like your brain not fully developed. Yeah. So a woman who matures faster, maybe they have more of an argument. But men, I feel like we don't stop maturing to we're like twenty six. I think the fear. So is, men shouldn't vote till they're like twenty five. I think the fear is is that most young kids that would come out. I mean, they're afraid of minorities right now. I know what they're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, they like look. We want to push the age up to fifty five anyway. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they're afraid of young kids, especially this proactive group that they have right now. That's out here. I think they're afraid of them. You know what I mean? And so that that would make sense. Well. Yes. So this, I would say, would be a Democratic measure because, in general, Republicans want a lesser voter turnout because they have a smaller base. Right. So they don't want more people to vote because that's bad news for them. Right. So when it comes to that, you would think, yeah, I want to vote yes. But I can understand the no Logically speaking, yeah, scientific. But like I said, I don't have a strong opinion, so I don't really care. But this might be my least cared about prop. Yeah, we we spend a lot of time on it for no reason. <laughs> I'm still gonna vote yeah on it, but anyway. All right, so prop uh, twenty one, I believe, expands local government's authority to enact rent control on residential property, allows local governments to establish rent control on residential properties over fifteen years old. Local limits on rate increases may differ from statewide limit. Now, I heard that this was a bullshit prop that, like, although there's rent control or whatever that's there, doesn't mean that they're going to actually enforce it. Um, that's, my yeah, that's why. So when they talk about it might differ from statewide, it that's where it gets kind of different because statewide is probably a little more stricter than local. Yeah. As a investment property owner, this is something I always dabbled with in other elections. Where I said, you know what, as much as progressive as I am when it comes to these type of rent controls, yeah. instead of voting against myself or for myself, I just said, I'm just not going to vote. Whatever happens, happens, and I'll deal with it. But when I really look at it now, the rent control doesn't mean like, okay, so your rent for this many bedrooms has to be this amount and it never goes up. It just says it can't go up by a certain percentage every year. So yeah. those owners can still raise their rent. Mm-hmm. It's just limited probably about three to five percent per year, which I feel like is fair anyway. Mm. So I might vote yes on this. Have you um, heard the story of nasty Donald Sterling? I have. He's a nasty guy. Because he doesn't rent to black people. Not even just that. He said that black people didn't have no money. But what he did was, and this is part of the reason why, at least it happened in Los Angeles first in California, was that. He would buy these buildings, and when he would buy the buildings, he would 
they're you know less than par buildings. He was he's slap, a slumlord for real. Yeah, he would slap paint on them, not even put no new carpet, change the sign, and then raise their rents on people like three, four hundred dollars. And if they couldn't pay, then get out. And so when we say he didn't like black people, what he said was, "I'd rather rent to the Asians and stuff like that because they'll never." Yeah, go. and so in, in Los Angeles is going to be different than here a little, in spe- specifically in California. When it comes to the Bay and Los Angeles, mm-hmm. we're like right under that as far as the tier because our rent's still high, but theirs is out of control. And they have such bigger populations that there's going to be a lot more poor people that have to pay that high rent. So rent control doesn't mean it has to be this number forever. It's based on percentages. And so if you're already making money on what the rent is now and they just say, hey, you can't raise it by more than 5% a year. If you're raising your rent by more than 5% a year on your renters, that's just not that's just not cool anyway, at least in my eyes. Mm. So, me personally, I've never raised my rent on my current tenants. So, the so putting a percentage on me is not going to affect me because I care more about having good tenants than raising the rents. That's true because it don't matter if they don't pay it. Something's only right. worth so, so, so I'm it. I'm probably gonna vote yes for this. Okay. For the first time. Yeah. You feel you feel liberated? I do. I, I feel like I But I'm already you know, I'm more progressive than I think a lot of people, so this is just different. I don't need a hand clap for that. So feeling progressive. We're gonna move on. So he's prop so, twenty one. He's so modest. Oh, no, we just did 21. We did 21. All right, here we go. We Now we're starting to get hazy. I think we did 22 also. Yeah, we did 20. Are we? Okay, 20, 25. 24. Okay. Amends consumer privacy laws. Mm. Permits consumers to prevent businesses from sharing personal information, correct inaccurate personal information, and limit businesses' use of sensitive personal information including precise geolocation race ethnicity and health information so it's more like hey yo facebook stop selling my information to these people who think they can make money off me and so the the con on that prop 24 reduces your privacy rights in california uh, Prop 24 allows pay for privacy schemes, makes workers wait years to learn what confidential information employers collect on them, and makes it harder to stop tech giants from selling your information. I mean, am I reading this wrong? Because now it sounds like I should vote no. Yeah, but here's what it is. So um, this is a ABC 10 News article. So some of the same people who pushed uh, for this law argue uh, that it needs to finish the job. Um, by plugging uh, what they see as loopholes exploited by big tech companies and, you know, obtaining people's information. On the other hand, Prop 24 is opposed by some privacy advocates, most notably Public Citizen and the American Citizens Liberty Union. Um, The first thing to know about Prop 24 is that it's beefy. The text of the proposed new law stretches 52 pages and it's not an easy read. That's part of the reason the ballot is uh, question is dividing old allies. Um, so I mean, pretty much, I guess you can argue it both ways. I, I don't think we can cover. 50. Here, here's another thing I'm gonna look at. Okay. So other under the pros and cons, they also have a for and against. Okay. And a lot of times, whoever is the solo person is probably wrong. And when it comes to against, they have a whole company, a whole like movement, the Californians for real privacy, whatever. And the four is one person. Robin Swanson. Who's that? Have no idea. What does Robin say? No, I'm saying no. Oh, it just tells you like pro- but I'm saying like they have who's uh, contributed money to the cause. Yeah. And so a lot of times one side will have a whole movement or company or like a nonprofit. Yeah. And another side will have one single person who put their own money, like a, like a lobbyist. Either for or against it. She's a strategist and communications expert with more than 20 years of political experience of taking your money. (laughs) Right. All right. Well, man. That's the last prop we got, though. That's it? For California. We do have some local ones that I'm not familiar with, and I feel like I wanted Jeff to talk about, but 
because he decided to take a week off from the people. One of those measures was about uh, I think I think it was Measure D or C was about building a new sports arena, and like the people there, you know, I, I love it. They hate, you know, oh, we don't want all the construction and traffic here, and it's like, yo, look, there's parts of San Diego that people love to go see that they don't want their shit fixed, but come to the southeast and fix our shit for us. We'll take it. Well, the thing about that where a lot of people don't realize is the same reason why the Chargers left. Mm. So a lot of their fans sidebar, the Raiders stadium is fire. Like, up, Oh yeah, yeah. Cause you got to see it up, got, up close. It's not better than the Rams one. I've never been to that one yet, but it's not, it's the Rams. I'm glad you didn't say it was the Chargers. Cause it's not there. No, cause they pay rent. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't own it. But, but what I'm saying is, so this is not, I, not that I'm a Chargers fan, but I didn't get to vote on the Chargers leaving or not because I live in oh, Spring, live Valley. Spring Valley. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of their fans are in Spring Valley, El Cajon, Chula Vista. True. Not necessarily San Diego. Those are people that actually live here. So they didn't get to vote on it. Same thing for this. It's like I'm right next to it. I support the team. I do this and that, but I can't vote because technically I'm a mile away and I'm in a different uh, jurisdiction. And that's crazy. I mean, I get it, but it's still crazy. While we still on politics, did you watch the second debate? I did. Way better. Way better. And listen, I, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to offend my political connects. What you mean? I feel like Trump won. Speak freely. Really? And he, this is what I mean. You watched Fox? Be, huh? You watched the no, Fox wrap up special? I did not. I that's watched it, it on is. ABC. And let Surprise, him hit his little button. Motherfucker. All right, he hit his button. Okay, so. <laughs> What I mean by that is because he set such a low bar for himself in general, the fact that he, and I feel like you would have to agree, was a a lot more poised, held more composure. He wasn't, he was doing a lot more regular people stuff. You know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't all over the place. He wasn't trying to make it theatrical. So even though he was lying the whole time, lying doesn't matter when it comes to this. All that matters is he appeared more presidential. Here's the deal. I feel like, a, I think lying does matter. No, it matters to you f- for the people that really care about it. Of course it matters. But what I'm saying is when it comes to. what you say two episodes ago? This is about the undecided, right? And as an undecided, would you want to can? Here's, here's, here's why I think Joe won. Because Trump brought up some shit that necessarily doesn't matter. Like, yo, what about the 10,000 people or whatever that you affected with your crime bill? Joe said this. I messed up. No, and and that was probably the best move he made all night. I freed 38,000 of them. The best move he made all night was admitting he made a mistake. That's something that your man Trump can't do. I know that. And that's what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to tell you is. And it's hard. It's hard for you to understand because no, I get what you're saying. You're, you're from saying California, and you but, have a certain no. But what you're saying thing. is the man is acting human. Like I, I agree with what you originally said. His bar people, is so low that the fact that he performed that way on that what, night, it might come across as he won the actual debate. No, the point of the debate though is to get the undecided voters a chance to pick someone. I, I don't, don't care. Think he did I don't. Enough. So, so in, during the town halls when they had all these random. I'm putting quotation marks up. Undecided voters who said mm-hmm. I'm leaning what that's bullshit. There's no there is no undecided voter. I don't that's why exactly why I don't want no other debates. There are undecideds. No, there's not. In life, you can't tell no, me there's not. three hundred million Americans that like there's maybe like twenty no. that's like, oh, I don't if know. If you're an undecided Matter voter, fact, you your don't boy, AJ. You can consider him an undecided or a guy that was for Trump and now switched over. I know multiple AJs. The one that worked at 7-Eleven okay, with you. Okay. He's not undecided. No, he is no longer a Trump supporter. They told is me he? he cried during 12 years of slave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Can we call him? Bruh, bruh, bruh. Uh, I don't know if I have AJ's number in here, man. But no, nah, because we can't talk because I heard it was a real sensitive topic. Okay, more. well, like, He was real hurt. I like, ain't talked to him in a while. Like, you, like they said they said he he made like everybody in the house watch it. Good for him. And he had like, and I was I was no, proud. We've had we had some real ass discussions during at Seven Eleven. Oh, I'm pretty because, sure. And, and that was the type of shit that I appreciate because. But you know what's crazy? I'm just I'm just. Politi- first, no, you gonna take me away from my point? You be good at this. My point is, 
is that AJ actually originally voted, and for y'all that don't know, AJ was on the All Too Human podcast. They no longer mm. exist anymore um, because they've all moved to peace, you know, peacekeeping areas. Matter of fact, Oregon. <laughs> They're not in peacekeeping mode right now. But Oregon, yeah, they <laughs> moved, they moved to Oregon, and uh, we had like a long discussion. AJ was a right. diehard Trump supporter, maybe about two he or was. three years ago. Wore the hat, like everything, you know, kind of aligned himself with him. But before that, AJ had said he was a Bernie Sanders supporter, like, through and through, until maybe, like, one speech he said, and I was like, yo, that's a hard left that you took. So now he's back on the train of, like, yeah, this oppression stuff that's going on. So I'm just saying that there's people that go through this undecided. I get what you're saying. I meant I didn't think about it last time you asked me. No, I get what you're saying. Okay. And and someone who knows AJ, who's had a lot of, Someone who's like, damn, I really like him, but we've had really conflicting conversations. Yeah. It's still like, nope, there's still no undecided voters. <laughs> nah, I guarantee nah, it. Nah, At man. this point. He's not voting for Trump again. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying there's no undecided voter. There has to be, man. There's a lot that's happened. There, there was a guy that was on here that didn't like the way that he handled his whole coronavirus situation. But we digress. All right. Last thing that I'm about to get off real quick before we get up out of here is this oh before we get to three cheers at least is this Uh oh so i was reading an article you know today on the plane and i thought this was interesting because this was one of the the big topics pardon me this is one of the big topics that they were talking about while we were in quarantine they found a murder hornet's nest (laughs) that's still a thing in washington it still is a thing matter of fact they they because you know they were here hold up you got to move your phone there we go they found they it was still a thing, but then um, they actually found a nest, and these dudes be drilling in the trees, <laughs> and so they wrapped the whole tree in bubble wrap and everything else, and sucked them up with a vacuum. I thought that that was the most craziest thing. They're like the size of a quarter, and then to find them, they captured two of them. I don't know how you just captured two more murder hornets, hornets, but they captured two of them and put these ticking devices on them with floss, and then when they went to their nest, that's when they went in and said, "Hey, was good." So look. If the government has given out money to these organizations for them to put little beeping devices on hornets, just know that Siri is listening to your conversation right now. I just want y'all to know that it's not it's not a hoax. It's real. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So anything else you want to randomly spitball before we get out of here that you need to get off your chest? I wanted to talk to you about one of your one of your uh, consistent pod phrases. What's that one? I want to appreciate y'all. I said it in the intro. You yeah. say it. You say it all the time. The I want to appreciate y'all for listening. Blah blah blah. Okay, what's wrong with that? One? So I feel like the way you say it. Listen, next time you say so, don't be so ready. You know what I mean? Don't, no. So like, I need you to take the energy. No, no, because I've been thinking bit. about that. Like, okay, he wants to appreciate y'all, but that means he's not appreciating y'all. Did I say he that? Say, you, so you don't. You don't ever say I appreciate everyone for listening. You say I want to appreciate y'all mm. for listening. You just don't have the butt after that. You probably hear it better than they do because they probably be grooving. So you just told on me. Nah. Yeah, man. I you say you... it every time. Someone's had to have heard it by now. Uh, they you probably... don't appreciate our people. Yo, you know, when you're on the mic, like certain words that you say or how you say it may come off wrong. Like I might read something. But it wasn't There's one been time. Plenty... You're giving up mic secrets. And as I know, you're still a rook, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm okay. a hard-nosed vet in the game. But what I'm saying is, is that like, you know, sometimes we make mistakes or whatever. We when you're talking and it doesn't come across the right way, and you got to fix it or whatever. And maybe that's what I be thinking of. But I be grooving. I just be thinking of whatever comes to the top of my head. So you're saying I should have told you this off mic? Um, no, I don't necessarily care about that. I'll just tell exactly, you off, exactly you why you don't off, care you about appreciating the people. I do appreciate them. I'm for the people. I am the people. We mm. the people. I, I'm in there. Um, three cheers, man. All right, two things. Listen, I know that mental health and poverty and all these things, they kind of have some correlation to it, but we need to celebrate people when they have their wins, okay? So shout out to Antonio Brown. (laughs) Here we go. For signing to the Bucks. Man, that man's been trying to get in for a long time, and all these antics. I'm like, yo, finally y'all just let him in. He's talented. Let him play football so that he can just shut up. But you know, I started bi- rapping. I'm biased in the situation. I understand why you're biased in the situation, but we already know that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't care about black people. Listen, Benjamin <laughs> is here for the people. Any dude named Ben 
Nah, we ain't gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. I know it been. Uh, and also, I want to give a three cheers to people that's been following the rules, wearing a mask, remaining socially distant. Don't feel obligated that you got to give somebody a handshake. You know, I've been like one dude tried to shake my hand over the weekend. I said, look, you're going to get this fist early. Pause. But I'm going to just show it to you, let you know what type of time I'm on. You're going to get this fist. You know, and then shout out to people wearing a mask and keeping others safe, man. Especially if you're going to be out in these streets. Wash your hands. Keep hand sanitizer at least 70% on deck. It stinks, but it's the strongest stuff on the planet. <laughs> so, you know, keep on trucking so we can get through the second wave. Lex, any three cheers you got going on? I just sent you a link to a, a Zoom meeting. I want to give a three cheers to Debo. He's, he's doing the gender reveal right now, so I can't say if he's having a girl or a boy yet because mm. I'm trying to jump in, and my phone is not adequate enough to have Zoom. So I figured yours was, so I thought maybe we can jump in because he said it was only going to be a couple minutes. Oh, okay. So it just started? I don't know. It uh, started at 5. Oh, it's 5.30, so they've already <laughs> revealed. So we're doing that right now. We jumping in. All right. We jumping in while he does that. We're going to jump into we this. We jumping in and shout out to Debo for if he's having a girl or a boy. We have no idea. But we're going to jump into this next track. It's uh, by, I believe. Say he's not in the meeting yet. Oh, he trashed. It might be over with. Debo, stay late. Or maybe they done. Maybe they done. I want to appreciate everybody. <laughs> he wants to appreciate, but he don't appreciate. Now, I want to show my appreciation. There we go. I want to show my appreciation to everybody for listening. All the positive reviews. I'm telling you what, Grown Folks Business Podcast will be coming back at some point. Oh, There's a discussion that needs to be had before we can even start. But be on the lookout. I've been filing for unemployment early just to make sure. We're doing both. I don't know how often we're going to be able to record for GFB, but we're coming back. I do want to apologize, even though I got some good feedback. I'm I'm the type of guy who I hate the I hate the sound of my voice, but somebody told me I had a great podcast voice, and I was like, "You lying?" They believed in you. They believed it, but <laughs> but I still want to apologize for anybody who agrees with me. Yeah, that they don't like my voice. Now then, you gotta learn to love yourself, King. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get into a deeper next week. There we go. Enjoy this song by Sonder. It's called Too Fast. Carl would never describe himself that way. <laughs> <laughs>